This podcast is proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry. Hi, I'm Gordon Muller. I'm the guru in the Doc and Guru podcast. Thanks for being with us. For those of you who don't know me, I've spent over 40 years in the media industry in South Africa and uh, pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Shark supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media, marketing and money, but we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. I'm Doug Mateus, uh, the doc on the show. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know me, I've uh, spent 30 years in, in uh, various companies in South Africa uh, running uh, different marketing functions. And the last job I had, I was privileged in, uh, enough to work with a team that took uh, the brand to the fastest growing brand in South Africa in 2018 with a 47% year-on-year growth. So that was a, a great achievement uh, for the team and, and, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, from a personal point of view, I do a little bit of cycling uh, and also snow skiing. So we quite enjoy that. But again, uh, today's discussion is around all things marketing and media. Yep, that's right, Doc. All things marketing and media. No subject too big, no topic too small, no subject too hot to handle please get in touch with us on our facebook page follow us like us whatever it takes we would love you to be involved with the show and uh, we really want to make it as inclusive and as energetic as i know this industry is capable of hi everyone uh, and welcome to this week's uh, episode of the doc and the guru podcast and I guess, uh, like a lot of millions of people around the world, you know, we're sitting uh, remotely now, social distancing, uh, as per the government regulation in South Africa and certainly in many places around the world. Uh, and so this call, and again, I, I, I talk about the technology. Uh, if, it, if it's a slight uh, fluctuation, it's through Zoom that we're using, as, as many, many people are using around the world. And hopefully you get a great audio uh, experience. Gordon, how's it going? We haven't spoken for a bit. Indeed, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting time for all of us. I think we're all indulging in a bit of introspection on a personal level and a lot of introspection at an industry level. Uh, you know, there's just such a tidal wave of information uh, to get through. Morning, uh, Celeste, good to thank you for making the time. Good to have you on the show. But, uh, Doc, you were just talking about technology there as well. And, you know, we're all discovering our uh, sort of skill limitations on Zoom, but I was quite pleased to see that, you know, even personalities like Elton John and uh, some of the top leading lights in the world haven't got a clue how to use Zoom either. So that was quite encouraging on the One World concert. Uh, yeah. Not everybody yeah. was perfectly uh, on peak, you know, so I, I, I'm, I'm making that my, my sort of incentive to myself is just be as bad as Elton John was on, on television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, as you say, you know, Gordon, and I think, you know, uh, without taking a lot of the time from Celeste, and, and we'll get into that now, but I think, you know, as a great preamble, that's exactly where the world finds itself. You know, a lot of companies that are very sophisticated and, and people that are, that are fairly, I would say, fairly advanced in business, perhaps have been found wanting a little bit. You know, I look at myself in terms of, and it's not today, it's Zoom, and it could have been a Skype business call, it could have been uh, Teams or Rooms or Break. All of these technologies, and so you know, people are grappling to uh, to find a way to actually get their message across and to run businesses, you know, to the best of their ability. 
Yeah, I think maybe Celeste, you know, let, yeah. let's give Celeste a word here as well. I mean, mm. just to put you in the right frame of mind, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Discovery customer, so I've been on the receiving end Good of the <laughs> program, and, I, and I've got to say a really fantastic experience. So maybe you, you can give us the background of that. I mean, I feel I'm informed. I feel I'm giving the right advice. I feel I'm being told how to uh, extract the best value out of my membership. Take us through the whole yeah. sort of background. How did you manage to turn around such a big ship in such a short period sure. of time and get it online and, and work it? No, firstly, yeah. Gordon, sorry, Celeste, yeah. I haven't even introduced no properly, you know, I mean, <laughs> we obviously know each other for a long time, but I mean, yeah. I, I guess today, Gordon, for, for the sake of, of listeners out there, is Celeste Williams. Celeste is the head of marketing at Discovery Vitality. That is really a fantastic brand, not just here, but also offshore. Uh, and so again, Celeste, thank you for your time. And as Gordon said, please just take us through the thinking around such yeah. a behavior change brand, such a, I want to use the word healthy brand that has now found itself in tough times, I guess, you know, and so please, uh, yeah. you know, if, if you can just take us through that. Yes, no, thanks so much, Doug and Gordon, for having me. Um, it's definitely been a whirlwind and a really, really exciting time, although it's a scary time, I think, for a lot of us. Um, you mentioned the, the trouble we're all having with technology and um, innovation and how we're turning businesses around and how we really just trying to change the way we, I think, work, live, function as human beings. And I think that really goes back to, I think, where the core of discovery started and at the heart of what vitality is all about. And it really is around our sort of core purpose about how we make people healthier and enhance and protect our lives. And if you look at where vitality is, as you say, it's at the center of that is we're a behavior change program. And we're all about is how do we make and um, change people's behavior for the better and of course in these times where now we find in ourselves in a in a very strange place all um, locked up at home is we've had to really think about how do we do that how do we find innovative ways to try and make sure that vitality is relevant but at the same time that we're making sure that we're still rewarding our members that we're still um making sure that they're exercising, that they're keeping, um, they're eating well, that they're keeping mentally sane. Because I think a lot of the times people are really, really finding those, those things difficult. Um, so we've spent quite a bit of time trying to, and I think that's what's been so exciting about this, is that we've had to be innovative. We've had to look at different ways of working. We've had to find new solutions and creative um, solutions to what was previously um, felt like business as normal to sort of business as, un, uh, uh, as what we're calling it business unusual. Mm. Um, and I think the, the Vitality program actually lends itself to it. Um, we always talk about Vitality being this dynamic behavior change program. Um, and we always talk about how we're consistently changing the program. And some people might get a little bit upset that that happens on a yearly basis because we're trying to keep up with the latest science and technology. But I think if ever there was a crisis at the moment, I think this is one time where, you know, having a dynamic um, program as we do, um, this is shown, these times have shown how we actually have changed vitality to make it relevant to, to people in their homes.
Mm. And, and I think, Celeste, if you don't mind just talking through some of those specific changes that you brought on, you know, in terms of if yeah. people want to access it, you know, instead of doing things physically outside, I can't go for a park run, you know, I can't, I can't do the things that I can't ride my bicycle, I can't do those things. So let's just talk through, yeah. if you don't mind, some of the things that, that you've brought on, bearing in mind that a lot of people perhaps don't have the luxury of a home gym or, or dumbbells or an indoor trainer, you know, so people have to rely, rely on on what they what they have around them yes definitely i think if you look at the vitality program it's it's really built around sort of what we call our vitality wellness pillars um which is really around nutrition physical activity mental well-being and sort of our screening and assessments um, and each of those pillars we've had to just adjust and change to make them relevant in the home so like you were saying you can't go for a park run or that what can we do to help our members. So we created our own platform. We um, created something called Vitality at Home, which you can access through um, the Discovery website on the Vitality section. And really what this is, is a platform talking to all those pillars of wellness um, that will help people in their home exercise, eat healthily, um, give them the tools and the incentives to help them um, maintain what they were usually doing, as well as get people who might not have actually been doing any of these things. I think people are, are stuck in situations now where it's quite difficult for them to, to do anything and they, they're finding themselves bored, not knowing what to do with kids and so on. So this has become quite a fun way to, how can I get my family healthy? Um, so if we look at the sort of phys physical activity and how we have started to change things is we've actually created an online um, physical activity channel. And this is a, a, a list of curated exercise classes. So the same way you'd go to the gym and you'd see a 6, 6 a.m. Mm. Um, high intensity class or an 8 o'clock yoga class, we've created a whole schedule for people. So you can actually identify what times you'd like to exercise. You can go in there, you can watch your video, do your class. These are ranging from sort of 15-minute sessions, so really not a long time, or 30-minute session. Um, and um, it, it ranges from kids' exercises, family exercises, so catering to all levels of fitness. Um, what we've also done is we've partnered with um, Jeff, um, e-fitness e facilities. So if you go online onto Facebook, every morning at 8 a.m., we do a live fitness class. It's a 30 minutes, quite high intensity, fun, very informal, taking exercise into your, into your lounge mm -hmm. and really getting the whole family to, to start sweating, earn their, their um, vitality points for those 30 minutes. Um, so we're really trying to find different unique ways. We've also done these fun um, pop-up sort of, fitness um, parties, fitness challenges, you're going to start seeing more of them. Um, we're also looking at, uh, and Hot Off the Press is a sort of virtual um, Vitality Run series uh, where, you know, we'll get people running around in their gardens and being able to do sort of a two or three kilometer lap. And that's become quite popular. So it's trying to create a, all these fun, engaging ways that people can start to still feel fit, not put too much pressure on people, but that does also a lot for people's mental well-being. Um, so it's really important that um, we start to, to find unique ways to do it within the comfort of your own home. Yeah. And I mean, Gordon, oh, oh, oh. as an <laughs> ex-former uh, comrades runner, Gordon, I mean, geez, imagine training for the comrades <laughs> in your garden. 
Well, I, I'm doing quite well on that score, to be quite honest. And uh, Celeste, you mentioned a two to three kilometer lap. I've got a 50 meter lap. Um, and I am about, I'm about 10 kilometers off my lockdown comrades. So I should, have, I should finish that by uh, tomorrow or Thursday at the worst. But it's, it's actually been great because, you know, people said, how can you keep your interest? I said, you know, to be honest, it's it's not dissimilar to the last 10 kilometers of comrades. You're not taking in awfully much. You're just yeah. looking at your feet and trying not to fall over. So I, I've I've had probably, well, not probably, definitely the best sustained exercise period um, in the last five years. So it's actually been bizarrely successful for me. But the one thing that is alarming me uh, in your product offering is something which I'm desperately trying to keep away from my wife's attention. Is something called an isolation hotel. Yeah. Um, where you can go from your home rather for, for isolation in the hotel. And I'm trying not to tell her this because yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion <laughs> she might want to uh, avail herself of the facility. Tell me how this one works. <laughs> so, so, yes, this is a partnership that we've done with um, the Capital Hotel Group. And basically what it is, is um, offering support to those that have found themselves or those Discovery Health members that have found themselves um, diagnosed with COVID-19. Um, and they're able to go and specifically with, if they're in a family, um, to try and go and um, book themselves into these hotels and, and um, look after themselves in a sort of safe um, space that are, it won't affect the other family members. So yes, great initiative that we're, we're very proud of that um, we've just recently launched. Yeah, and I think, sorry, Gordon. Thank you. Um, that, that is a wonderful initiative. And I think, you know, while we're chatting a little bit about that, I mean, we're speaking health, but I mean, a great part of, of well-being is mental health. And, and you know, people are talking yeah. about isolation, the feeling of loneliness, of, of despair, of, of sadness. And I think, you know, I've read, and, and I think most of us have, you know, uh, articles on, on loss, the loss of the world as it was, the loss of, of perhaps physical loss of jobs, Jobs. You know, there's a lot of, of loss mm. of income in, in the country. I just want you to maybe spend a minute or so, please, just chatting about that important aspect and, and what are you guys doing around uh, keeping people mentally refreshed and, and not hitting those doldrums. And I think we all, I look at myself, you know, there are days that I am not too bad and there are days and I don't see myself as a, as a depressed type of person. But there are days you just say, well, geez, man, I just want to go out. Can I just like go for a walk? You know what I mean? And, and that feeling. So if you could just chat a little bit about yeah. what are you doing in that space? No, I, I think it's really, really relevant. I mean, if you look at the sort of top sort of Google searches coming out, you know, is meditation, yoga, isolation. You just see these massive increases in terms of people searching for information and, um, you know, they're attributing it. To, I think there was a great article about that it almost feels like grief you know yeah. that people are feeling this this loss yeah. um and i think there's this really mixed um view of how we we feeling a lot of you know not connectedness but at the same time some people are feeling even more connectedness like a lot of people saying they're phoning family members a lot more than what they did actually pre-lockdown I think so there's a very mixed sort of camp in terms of the state of mental well-being, the state of anxiety, and everybody's case, I think, is different. What we've done is we've created a, a, a 
the site again on our, our Vitality at Home channel where people can go and do a range of sort of meditation, re relaxation. We provided them with these tools to take them through some of these um, videos as well as provide them with assessments to try and help them understand the sort of state they're in. Um, so Vitality members will actually now get 500 Vitality points for going through those sets of assessments, which I think is a great way to understand your mental well-being. Um, and then give you the tools and try and make sure that, you know, things like sleep, things like resilience, things like relaxation, how do I feel more connected with my kids and my family, um, things to do when I just feel like it's just too much. I mean, you've got these cases where I think families are trying to work, plus you've got homeschooling happening at the same time. It's really, really a tough time. Um, so hopefully some of these tools will help people. What we've also done is, um, from a marketing point of view, is um, working very closely with some comedians like Riyad Musa, and we've created a set of videos of, you know, how is he coping during lockdown? You know, he's also, you know, you don't think of these things, but he's also in a state where he hasn't got an income. He can't go and do comedy shows. So I think all of these things around um, trying to help um, small businesses, but also try and see the lighter side of things and bring the the humor sort of factor is that sometimes we just all need to have a little bit of a laugh at ourselves and the things that we're doing because we're all in the same boat at the end of the day and I think that's really really important to to understand you're listening to the dark and the guru proudly brought to you by infinity media you mentioned coming back to the isolation hotels that if you have been or if you find yourself to be positive uh, it's a facility, you know, that's available. But how, how do I go about that? I mean, you've got Dr. Connect. Uh, and I was watching this morning a, a, a growing meme talking about Schrodinger's virus. So if I'm asymptomatic, I don't know if I've got the virus. Only way I can find out if I've got the virus is by going for a test. How would, I, how would Dr. Connect assist me in that regard? Or is that kind of one bridge too far? So I think there's um, a virtual consult that we've we've launched um, in in partnership with Vodacom actually, where members are able to and these are, aren't um, just for um, discovery members. This is actually for any South African person can actually phone the line, get a virtual consult with a doctor to understand, you know, how am I feeling? Should I go in for a test? Which I think is just one step you know, before going into that stage of putting anybody else at risk, as you say. So these virtual consults are available to the whole of South Africa and everybody is um, able to phone into to the number and actually get a virtual consult. Hopefully then your doctor, the doctor on the call will advise the next steps in terms of getting you tested. And, and is there any uptake in it? Are you finding people using it as a facility? Absolutely. I think it's growing every day. Um, as we, we get in sort of the word out there, I think it's starting to spread and people are definitely starting to take this up. And I think it is what we're going to see is really a new way in which um, people are going to start to, to seek medical advice going forward. And that also goes for mental health. You know, we've got, um, it, it's not just as you think, you know, just my GP, but it's also, we've got psychologists, we've got um, other practitioners that are also using this um, to do consultations going forward. Uh, no, and I mean, well done again, Celeste. You know, um, 
for turning such a big ship, and I know it's not you, obviously it's a big team. Of course, and, and, and you know, Gordon, mm-hmm. you know, I was chatting, and, and, and I guess, you know, having worked in, in big companies all around, most big companies cannot do something mm-hmm. in two weeks. It's absolutely impossible because it's in the project's office and it's got to go through a Gantt chart and a critical path and it's on and it's off and it's in scope and, and it just goes on and on and on. And, and they can do it, but they just don't have to do it. Now, suddenly, you've had to do it and you have turned this whole yeah. thing around in two weeks and it's ongoing. No, I mean, it's, it's, it really is incredible. And I think it's credit to, we've got, you know, Discovery is a really innovative company. I think it's the one thing that Discovery is, stands for. But I think, as we said, at the core of it is that we really want to make people healthier. And with that at, at your core purpose, I think the innovation is it almost becomes easier it's almost it's what we have to do you know if you think of some of the benefits that we've offered we've we've actually changed the way vitality members are now getting healthy food we actually given them double the cash back what they usually would because we know during this time people are finding times tough so we're trying to make sure that people can actually get half price healthy food if they're vitality member plus if you're a discovery bank member that gets boosted up to as much as 100% off. So people can essentially get free healthy food. Um, so we're really trying to find these ways of making it more affordable. The same goes with um, sort of our healthy care products at Clicks and Diskim, um, and really trying to find these unique opportunities and partnerships, you know, using our, our partners and working very closely with them in terms of trying to bring more relevant rewards. If you looked at, look at our active rewards platform, We've discounted things like Netflix and box office. So people, while they are exercising, they're able to actually get rewards that are relevant to them during this, this time period. Um, so while our retailers might, some of our retailers might be closed, we're working with others to try and make those and discounting those to make them more relevant. So let's put a lot of the, the discussion, you can see it shifting now uh, around the world is into the, you know, what happens next space. So, yeah. you know, what, what, what does happen next? You know, uh, how does one create a scenario where you revert to normal? So, for instance, your driving well program and had a very strong TV presence, but obviously that's, that's you know, disappeared for the moment. Um, yeah. You've just appointed a new media agency. What's, what, do you, what do you see as the big dynamic in terms of the next step forward in a post-COVID or a post-lockdown, because we know it's not post-COVID environment. What's going to change? What's going to be the same? How do you see it playing out from an advertising perspective? You know, I mean, I don't actually think, you know, from an advertising point of view, things are going to slow down. I think we're just going to change what we're going to put out there. So if you think about from a bank point of view, you know, the amount of rewards and um, that we're able to give, I think we'll start probably increasing those to make sure that they're relevant during the time period. And I think like anything, you know, advertising has to adjust over time and according to, to, to what's relevant and what people need. Um, so I think as long as you are making sure that you're advertising and that your products are still relevant to, to your member base, that will evolve over time. Um, but I don't believe that that will slow down in any kind of way. I think it's, it, it will just, the product suite will probably change and adapt to, to what is the new normal. And do you still see a, a role for a, a traditional mix of uh, television and the normal 
outlets as well as digital? I think digital, we're just going to see this massive spike. I mean, I think if anything that this has taught us is just um, a massive spike in digital advertising and just with people online a lot, a lot more than what they, they used to be. Um, maybe it's because they've got a little bit more time on their hands um, or that they're just discovering. I mean, if you look at it, even from a senior point of view, what we're seeing is just this, this uptick of, of elderly people starting to engage in a really unique way. I mean, we're starting to see that there's this whole new range of people doing home workouts where I think maybe um, some people could be been a bit intimidated, you know, by a certain environments that they're quite comfortable to do a home exercise in, um, in, at their home. So I think for various different sort of population groups, I think it's, it's really people will embrace this and we'll see a whole new trend of new sort of digital age users using and adopting technology in a different way. So I think it's actually really, really exciting. Yeah, and I think, you know, hopefully um, some of that behavior will stick, you know, and it's not just a short-term thing. So whether people are eating differently now, whether um, they're exercising more, Gordon, you were chatting about, you know, in, in the last five years, um, you know, you've really felt that you've had the benefit of, of, the, of the time and, and, the, and the space to do, well, not the space, but, but the mental space uh, to do the exercise. And, and hopefully again, you know, the same with... Um, consumer behavior in terms of digital absorption uh, and just leading a different life that maybe you know people do come out the other end of this and have changed their behavior to the better uh, on, a, on a permanent basis and it's not just a, a short-term thing Celeste so I think I mean uh, yeah go Gordon go sorry on. go on no go for it I was, was going to say I mean I, I think the long-term shifts are, are, are going to be the most interesting whether it's media consumption marketing consumption yeah. um, your retail activity and uh for me you know it's a greenfields post post lockdown post COVID is a greenfields setup and all the learnings you're not all of them but a lot of the learnings of the, the past three decades you can put in your file 13 and start again because it's just going to be so different in every aspect of human behavior I think that's what's been so exciting to watch because you suddenly see all these collaboration of, of various um, retailers working together, like pick and pay partnering with the bottles app. Um, and I, I don't think it's going to be a single dimension of, of a way to do business anymore. I think, you know, everybody's got to innovate and I think there's going to be new um, ways to collaborate together and um, the way that, you know, if you look at how Next Florist is now delivering healthy food and all these businesses are changing the way they're going to do things. So I think the, the product offering, the way people's con people consume things, it's all going to shift. And I think what that just does from a marketing point of view, I think is, is, is really exciting because that's going to give us new ways to to bring innovative campaigns and new innovations to to the consumer so i think it's it's very interesting it's tough times but i think the rate at which we've had to change i think um leads to the best kind of innovation from a behavior point of view hmm. 
Um, guys, Celeste, thanks again. I think just looking at the time, we unfortunately running, uh, almost running out of time. So I've just got one last question and then I'm going to hand over yes. to Gordon. Um, Celeste, let's just talk a little bit about, and I know part of the ethos of Discovery and Vitality is um, CSI and, and, and a force for good. Let's talk about more to give. Yes. What is that program and, and how can people get involved if they want to they wanna help somebody else? Uh, yes, thanks, Doug, for bringing that up because it is such a important part of what we do, and it's it's such an exciting in initiative. And really, what moved to give is it's part of our Vitality Active Rewards program, and what um, essentially it is is a crowdsourced philanthropy um, sort of platform where our members are able to donate um, their Discovery Miles, which is our new sort of rewards currency um, that Discovery members have. They're able to take these discovery miles and then donate them to various causes. And I mean, we've had enormous success um, by using this. So instead of getting your usual weekly smoothie, as some people do, or their coffee, um, or their sort of 100 rand shopping voucher, people are choosing to donate those to worthy causes. And we've run very successful ones over the last um, sort of few years. We've raised over 10 million rand in various initiatives. But the three that we're, we're currently running, I think all in relation to sort of the COVID-19 crisis, is really around um, UNICEF and um, the Little Hands um, initiative, where we're trying to, to make sure that vulnerable communities have um, clean running water. There's also the Food Forward initiative, ensuring that food is donated to, um, the, to vulnerable, these vulnerable communities. As well as now, you're able to donate your your Discovery Miles to the Solidarity Fund. Um, you can also do that through the Discovery Bank if you're a bank member. Um, it's in the app. Um, and to date, we've already raised over 500,000 rand because what Discovery does is for every rand that um, is donated by a member, we match that. So, I mean, it's really, really exciting times to be able to have a platform that we can make such a big difference. Um, so really it is about, as you say, um, we always talk about vitality really being at the centre of our shared value and the heart behind discovery. And this is one opportunity where we were able to give back in a really meaningful and tangible way. Yeah, that's you know, Doc, I think my, my yeah. head was in the same space as yours there, you know, in terms of at the end of this, is there's going to be a reckoning and it's going to centre around what did you do? And I think I've seen so many brands that are continuing to advertise, which is good because the media owners themselves are as much victims as anybody else. And the last thing we want to do is to see, you know, marginal media uh, going to the wall. But at the end of the day, you know, you, if you're not contributing to the route through this thing, I think as a brand, uh, you, you will be very, very negatively framed. And I think it's, it's, this is almost a case study of how to go about contributing and making more you know of of the circumstance than just saying buy my product i'm, I'm picking on the pet food guys i'm as my particular <laughs> peeve this week who are all advertising pet food but you know nobody's come up with the obvious mm. you know uh for every bag you buy will will donate 10 rand to the spca or whatever the case is and those uh, animal organizations are on their knees pleading on television every day i haven't mm. seen one message about a contribution in that space. So that's my pet peeve for the week. But um, one last question. Um, what happened to the uh, the Vitality World Cup, which was a really innovative oh, exercise? Yes. I lost track of how that ended. 
Oh, it was really sad. And I think South Africa had a wonderful chance of winning. So, um, but anyway, we'll pick it up again. Um, the, the Vitality Running World Cup was um, a really, really exciting initiative. And we've got a global pledge that um, we have of getting 100 million people 20% more active by 2025. So it's really a bold ambition, um, very exciting as well. And um, this is obviously um, working very closely with all our international partners around the world um, to try and get as many people active as possible. And uh, we thought it, quite a unique way to do this would be to, to start this Vitality or sponsor this Vitality Running World Cup. It's an online sort of virtual digital um, platform where people can log their runs and then we compete. And it, it works very similar, similarly to um, a normal World Cup. And there's different knockout stages. So we got to the quarterfinals, which was really exciting. I think it was us and the UK. I actually forget now who the other two were. Um, but it was always just sort of, a, I think, a competition, a rerun of us in the UK <laughs> to, to see whether we could take the World Cup again. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had to unfortunately stop it, I think, both us and the UK were in lockdown and um, although they can still, I think, exercise outside, we were, we were not able to. And we just didn't think it would be fair in terms of with a lot of countries in lockdown to, um, to you know, suddenly your, your running rules have changed. So it wouldn't be fair to, even though it was a virtual run, um, there wasn't sort of a free, a, a fair competition element to it. Um, we will pick it up again though after once things return, I think, to a fairly stable and see if we can do a last sort of quarterfinals to the finals and see if we can this year still um, take on the title of the Running World Cup champions. Um, so, yeah, I would ask all your listeners to please still sign up if they, they can and we'll pick that up. Um, hopefully by, uh, towards the end of the year. Well, that's great. It was a great concept. And Doug, I'm going to leave you to wrap up because I've got to do a couple of laps around my 50-meter track around the house. <laughs> good luck. The good news, is, of course, is nobody gets to see me. So I can, I can run, stroke, walk <laughs> like no one's watching because literally no one's watching. <laughs> great. great. Gordon, thanks very much. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Celeste, Take from care. Yeah, thanks, Gordon. For my side, thanks very much for making the time and, and really talking, you know, openly about the great stuff that, that you guys are doing. So let's just in closing, if someone wants to get hold of you and chat with you, how do they get hold of you? Do they get hold of uh, email? Are you on social platforms? How do people get Yes. Um, I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, so they can find me under Celeste Williams or otherwise, yes, please feel free to email me. Um, it's celestew at discovery.co.za. Excellent. Thanks. And again, you know, as we say every week to our listeners out there, please get involved, um, you know, be part of the conversation. Celeste is talking very openly and honestly. Gordon and I always welcome your questions and thank you. And again, from our side, um, we hope that you've enjoyed the, the last half an hour. Uh, Celeste Williams, Head of Marketing and Discovery Vitality. Again, Celeste, in closing, thanks very much. I really appreciate it. Hope you, oh, thank um, you for having me. Yeah, stay safe uh, and uh, we'll catch up one day when we can for a cup of tea in the, yes, in the real world. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, please. Great. That would be wonderful. <laughs> All Thank the best. You. Talk to you later. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bye. guys. We'll catch you next week on the Doc and the Guru podcast.
Till then, cheers. And so that was another episode of The Doc and the Guru. Please don't uh, forget to get a hold of us on Facebook, like us, follow us, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And then from my side, you can get a hold of me on LinkedIn, Dr. Doug Mataz. I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond. And hopefully we can bring that into the show. Thanks, Doc. And it's uh, Gordon Muller, the guru, signing off. Thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today. You can pick up the discussion with me on my Twitter handle, at Mzanzi Media. And I'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show. And take us at our word. This is really going to be an open forum. There are no subjects that are taboo. And we'd love to have some of the younger, more under-listened, if that's the correct phrase, uh, voices to join us uh, in this discussion. Thanks for your time. The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry.